Jordan Sutt, thank you so much for joining us here today. So some presidential candidates are coming out and saying that they're going to propose a national abortion ban to take effect if they become president. Republican candidates are running around and saying that, like Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and others. Mike Pence said he'd be willing to sign off on such a bill that would ban abortions nationally. All of them have different uh, weeks where they would put that limit. Some would say six weeks, some would say 12 weeks, some would say 14 weeks. Uh, 14 weeks was how it was before Roe v. Wade was overturned nationally. And now what you have in democratic states, they want to allow abortion because now it's up to the states to decide what the abortion laws are going to be. Uh, and some democratic states, what they're doing is they are allowing the baby to be killed even right out the womb. You ask a Democrat, what's your limit for an abortion? No, I don't know. It depends on where the wind's going to be blowing. <laughs> That's what it's all about. President Trump is not coming out and saying that he's going to make a nationwide abortion ban. And here's the question. Why is Ron DeSantis coming out and saying it? Well, it's because he believes in it more than Trump. No, that is not the case. I think if Trump becomes president and a bill is presented to him where he can sign off on it and abortion will be nationally banned across the country, he will sign off on that. So why isn't he saying that he will be doing that? Because it's political suicide to some extent, right? In the general election, Democrats, what they care very much about, they don't care about the country going to hell, they care about abortion being banned. My body, my choice, up until it comes to forcing you to take a vaccine. Man, can you control the Dems any side you want? You say, oh my God, you're, you're going to die if, if people don't take the vaccine. Then they'll be burning mad at you for not taking it. You say, oh, you want to kill your baby? Go ahead and kill the baby. All right, they're all for it. You play with their emotions in the right way. you got a hold of them. And the new Republicans need to start playing that game way better than the Dems because they're on the right side of the issues. They just have to know how to dramatize it in the right manner because that's what it all comes down to with Democratic voters. But for now, Democrats are pro-abortion and pro-choice. And so up until now, in the 2022 midterm election, what played a very big role was Trump, 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 right? Absolutely. That was why Democrats came out and voted against the Trump-endorsed candidates, but there was another thing that the Dems were running on very strongly in that election. Well, they didn't want to run on Joe Biden's policies and say, hey, look at what our party has presented to the country, great inflation. Joe Biden is now running on his policies and Bidenomics, but they decided let's stay away from the economy and focus on Trump, 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 Trump. And Roe v. Wade being overturned because it happened a couple of months before the election. And that had some uh, effect on the 2022 midterm election. Now what you're going to have in 2024 is going to be Trump, 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 Trump. Then it's going to be the Roe v. Wade overturning and abortion, especially if it's Ron DeSantis who's the nominee, or other, which I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Trump or other candidates when they're going to become the nominee. And if they're a candidate that believes in a national abortion ban, going to be Roe v. Wade overturned, and now Republicans want to do a national ban. you got to vote against the Republican nominee, even though Joe Biden screwed up the country. And then it's going to be something else. It's going to be the Supreme Court decisions that passed uh, two weeks ago where they said student loan debt cannot be forgiven by the president through signing an executive order, just like you can't give me 
a home that you own, right? Why doesn't Joe Biden do that? I'm like, dude, Mr. President, why don't you just sign off half the country to me? That'd be so sweet. <laughs> I'll vote for you if you do that. Uh, but it wouldn't work because he doesn't have the authority. Right? Some things are just not miscontrolling. The Supreme Court ruled that it was not in his power, which it wasn't. And he knew it, and he even once said that it's not, and he agreed with that. So they're going to run on that and say, hey, we were going to forgive you student loan debt for you. I went to college and paid debt. Majority of them Democrats because they're not looking to pay it back. Republicans, they look to pay it back and be debt-free. It's part of the way Republicans roll. It's a part of the personality. That's what it is. It's not much to saying, oh, Republicans are good, Democrats are bad. Uh, it, it is a fact that Republican voters have a personality of wanting to be debt-free and more successful on their own property without a mortgage. You know, you go upstate in all these rural areas, you're going to see the residents there live a family lifestyle, they have their car, you know, it can be a BMW from 15 years ago in brand new spanking condition. Uh, if you go to a Democrat, th they have a whole different lifestyle and they have no problem living off government programs which Republicans would be embarrassed. It's beneath their dignity. So many Republican voters, I think the majority of them, uh, and my belief actually is get all of the programs. You're paying the taxes through the roof. You're a working middle-class American that's paying your taxes. If you can get a hold of programs, go ahead and do it. But a lot of Republicans don't want that. And a lot of Republicans, the majority of them, I think, paid off their student loan debt. Now, Democrats didn't because they were able to get away with it. And so they pushed the debt off and push it off. And you can literally do that for <laughs> your whole life. So to some extent, the debt has been forgiven because once they die, it is over. And they said, all you Democrats that didn't pay your student loan debt, we were going to forgive it, but the Republican right-wing extremist MAGA Supreme Court didn't allow for us to do that. Then they're also going to run and say that the Supreme Court and the Republicans are racist because they don't let affirmative action have it going on in colleges where the colleges accept specifically black students as opposed to whites because there's not enough black students in the colleges is what the woke leftists believe in. And it's true. If you think about it, uh, a couple of years ago, you had a third of the country being black, but not a third of the students in the colleges being black. It's a pretty good question. And Democrats interpreted it as colleges in the United States being racist. And they forced Harvard to buckle under and start accepting black college uh, applicants that weren't qualified to go into the college. And Harvard went through with that. Now, Here's the real cause for why these students weren't getting accepted into Harvard and other colleges. It was simply because they didn't qualify. It wasn't a matter of it being racist or not. It was just that because blacks, number one, the kind of things that they hear when they grow up in Democratic states and cities from people like Whoopi Goldberg on The View or other Democrats, and now even Obama who ran on Yes We Can, I was running on, hey, it's an inherent racist country, black kids. You won't be able to make it anyway, so don't try. It's a, you can't be successful uh, like me. I'm just an exception, which is not the case. Obama uh, didn't have some exceptional life standard as he grew up. Uh, he worked hard and he made it. Now, he's doing wrong because he, he could be an example of what a black student grow, growing up in the projects can end up being. But instead he says, no, you won't be able to make it, so give up. And when you preach to kids that they won't be able to make it, then they don't try hard. And why do you think they would uh, study hard at school to pass tests and then get accepted in the top college when they, after they become accepted and 
get their college degree, they go on to get a job, they won't get the job because it's an inherent racist country. Why would they try and say they don't when they get that kind of preaching coming from the left? That has an absolute effect. And why does the left do that? Because they don't want blacks to be successful because they want to be dependent on government programs and they want to say, hey, we're going to save you from the white supremacists. And that's what it's all about. Now you have another reason for why blacks weren't filling up the colleges as they percentage-wise are a third of the country and a third of the colleges weren't black students. And that's because most black communities are in democratic states and cities and, and the education there is screwed up. So if you don't get a good education because you don't get school choice in democratic states and cities, well then uh, you don't really qualify to go to a good college. It's not a matter of you being a bad person. It's not a matter of you not being smart. It's not a matter of the colleges being racist. It's a matter of the Democratic Party refusing to give you a good education and telling you they won't be able to make it anyway, so you don't try. And how about this? Well, they say, don't try, you won't be able to make it. Who says that a lot of college students were applying? Maybe a whole ton of them weren't applying, and that's why you had less than a third of the college being black, because so many blacks decided, hey, I'm out of high school, I'm not going to go to college and work hard on college and then come out of there and not be able to get a good job and be successful because it's in Howard Grace's country. Let me get on the dope of marijuana right away now and the government programs now because I won't be able to make it any farther than that anyways, right? So that's what it came down to. It's the Democratic Party keeping and holding back blacks with rhetoric and convincing them that they won't be able to make it anyways. They don't try. And that is racist because they're taking advantage of them and using them as a tool for votes, right? That's what it's all about. So, getting back to where we uh, drove off, it's going to be a factor in the, in the election. And you have the LGBTQ situation with a cake that's also going to be used against the right as, oh my God, LGBTQ people are going to jump off roofs because the white supremacists don't want to make cakes for them for their weddings, uh, wedding cakes that go against their religious beliefs. Well, too bad on you. You've got to make it anyways because that's what the left mob wants you to do. And if the Republican right-wing Supreme Court says, hey, just constitutionally he's allowed to decide that based on his religious beliefs and doesn't have to follow through with making that cake, then we've got to vote against the Republicans because they're inherently racist and they're white supremacists and they're targeting LGBTQ people. And that is going to be used in the general election. Roe v. Wade, Trump, 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 and these last three Supreme Court decisions, which we just mentioned. Now, if you have Republican nominees that say we're going to have a national abortion ban, it's going to be so much more. It's going to be like, hey, you got to save it right now. It's not that they just took off and took away Roe v. Wade. Now Republicans are saying they're going to make a federal abortion ban. You don't want that happening. Now, if it's Trump as the nominee, that wouldn't be happening because Trump never committed to that. Ron DeSantis said he would clearly go about that and federally ban abortion in the country after, I think, six weeks. So why is uh, Ron DeSantis doing that? It is called political suicide. It's unnecessary. Trump isn't doing it. Now, Trump has his own baggage, and his issues is the fact that Democrats hate him very much because he's just a monster Trump, and so uh, he has a hard time making a general election, and I do think that he has a harder time, even uh, a harder time than Ron DeSantis is going to have now that he's coming out and saying that he's going to pass a federal ban on abortion if he becomes president, which is going to hurt him in the general election. So why, why is Ron DeSantis doing that? Why are other candidates also doing that? The reason is very simple. They want to show that they are more to the right than is Trump. There's very little for opposing candidates against Trump to run on, right? 
in the primary, so you say hey, he wasn't a good president. That's not true. Especially Republicans believe that he was a great president. Everybody agrees on that. Some of them don't like the personality. So you have Chris Christie running against Trump's personality. He'll get a little bit of whittle, a very, very little bit. And let me tell you something about Chris Christie. So the guy, he opened his campaign speech saying that under Trump, eh, everything got smaller. And eh, we, we talk less. And we, we eat less. No, that's not true. And uh, our, our economy got smaller. No, it got bigger. Uh, and... Uh, everything got small under Trump, and we need a big America, uh, not a small America. We got more divided. And I was thinking as he was saying that uh, in the start of his campaign speech, hey, Chris Christie, how about you get would have gotten on that bandwagon, maybe would have lost some pounds because everything got smaller aside from you? <laughs> oh, my God, Christie. So he's running on the Trump bad personality, which he was a big fan of Trump up until he's no more a fan because Trump... Uh, didn't accept him into his administration when he became president and Chris Christie was hoping for a good fat job. But no, didn't work out. He got to run. Got to run, but not for president. Keep on running, Christie. Run around the country. Maybe you lose some pounds. I don't like fat shaming. I, mean, I can't know what a situation is. Could be it is a condition. I have no idea. So then you have the other candidates. And what do they run on? So they say, like Ron DeSantis, He'll be yelling and screaming that Trump is ineligible because Democrats hate him so much, which is a compliment to Trump. But then again, you have to think, hey, do I want President Trump if he's ineligible? I need to be the best president, but if they hate him more than Ron DeSantis because they built up that hatred over years, and Ron DeSantis have only done it for two years, Trump did it for six, seven years, uh, how about it pays to then take DeSantis, even though he's not as good as Trump? But how effective is that going to be? Not for MAGA voters. They're going to stick with Trump over that issue. And then you have, because they work with emotions uh, to some extent. I mean, they like President Trump, and they're connected with him because he did good things, unlike just smiling and saying, I love you, like is what the Democrats do, and that's how they get their voters. But they have a connection with Trump. It's an emotional connection. They've got to get off that, but they're not going to, as it seems, at least right now. Now, what are the other things the candidates can run on? Well, if you run on, say, Trump is horrible, nobody's going to buy that, and you're not going to become the nominee. So a strategy is to run around saying that you're more to the right than Trump is. And since Trump didn't want to come out and say that he's going to pass a federal abortion ban if he becomes president, why didn't he want to say that? Because he doesn't want it to hurt him in the general election, even more that he will get hurt if he's the nominee of the Republican Party. So he didn't do that, right? Now DeSantis is showing, hey, look at me. I'm for a national abortion ban. So I'm more to the right than Trump. And all you right extremists and Republicans that are extremely against abortion, you have a whole lot of them, extremely against killing babies in the womb. Some of them live to fight that. When DeSantis says that, he can appeal to some of them. And if he doesn't do that, then all he runs on is Trump is an electable. It's not a strong message. It doesn't get the attention that you're trying to get for your campaign. So what DeSantis has to run on is more extreme things, and you'll see more of that. He has to grab away some of the attention from Trump with all these indictments. Trump is in the news every single day. When you think of a Republican primary, you think of Trump, 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 Trump. And DeSantis has to try to move that a little bit so the people should think of Ron DeSantis. Hey, 
he's the one, and not Trump, that is yelling about how he's going to have a federal abortion ban if he becomes the nominee. So it's smart strategically for DeSantis to do that, to give him a bigger, smaller, <laughs> yeah, such a small chance, so just a little bigger chance of becoming the nominee of the Republican Party to move some people to his side. But if he becomes the nominee, it'll hurt him in the general election. But once he's in the race, he'd rather become the nominee and lose in the general election than not become the nominee of the Republican Party because then he's just a loser straight down, even in his own party. So thank you for joining us here today. I hope you got what we were saying on the program. And we'll just drive it home from there. I'll cry. Okay. Hey.